All right, so I'm. We're gonna do a show then. Okay. Ah, I'm running the music off my my cell phone today, so I hope nobody Whoa. calls. I know. I know you're. You would hate it if an actual call came and interrupted this song early, right? Yeah, that would be a bummer. Uh-huh. Everyone, who, I wish this was live. I would demand people call in. Well, technically, this is live to tape. Yeah. Anything could happen because I'm not gonna edit it. I'm over editing. That's a good. Uh, you're over editing. You I'm said? over it. Over it. Over it. Over it. Yeah. Editing is a pain in the ass. Just so you know. Oh my god, I can. I that's the one. That is literally. Production uh, coordinator or manager and editor are jobs that I just don't. I don't. I wouldn't. It, the the tediousness that you have to be involved, like the the focus and the it's minute detail, is that's not my skill. Oh, I should clarify. Editing podcasts are a pain in the ass. I actually like editing oh, film. Really? Yes. Yes, because that's a visual thing that that can stimulate me. And it, I don't ever want to listen to anything I've ever done again in my entire life, to have to recap or re-listen any, to anything is annoying. That's what I don't like. I don't like audio editing, because it's just a pain in the ass. Plus, That's why if, if you ask me, like, hey, can you go back and find that one thing in the ad, I'd be like, god damn it, no, no yeah. I can't do yeah. it. Um, I'll ask my wife to do it, because she loves listening to the show. She so. is the biggest fan. This is... Um, this episode is oh, dedicated to Natalie. <laughs> that's it. By the way, um, um, welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. I am uh, Brian Irwin. I'm John Huck. And this is uh, our... First, no, our second post uh, Trump effect uh, episode, right? So yeah, we we're, in the, the, we're in the new Trump era. Now. We did the uh, we just avoided talking yeah. about it. Oh, you know what though? Can we get to this before I forget? Yeah, I yeah, keep getting reminders. Okay, yep. Yep. my yep. Uh, I said it because I don't want to let our listeners down, and yeah. especially my mom. Who oh, well, okay, let's. I think you should have led with that. By the way, but well, I well, I mean, I've I'm sure I've disappointed her on several occasions. However, um. She is uh, an avid listener of the show. She listens to every episode. She is subscribed. Let's stop which, there for a second. Which everyone else This is should. John's mom. I want to apologize for everything. What? Why? No, I, I'm just kidding. Oh. Don't you normally just initially when you, you have to apologize to someone's parent? Well, if you're a polite Midwestern boy, yeah. It's like Eddie Haskell, right? Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. You're, I just dated myself. You're a real Eddie Haskell. Not, not, re, um, reruns. I want to be very clear. I did not grow up in black and white, so... Um, right. Okay. So anyway, my mom. These are yeah, yeah, yeah. these are. This is my Brian should be watching Man with a Plan with Matt LeBlanc on CBS. Yeah, why? It's about exactly coming up right up. Oh, okay. It's about a dad room father. Like instead of a room mother, he's a room father. Right. Tell Brian. Oh. Oh. And then <laughs> and then she goes right into tell Brian I did not need his his advice. We listened to your current episode eighty. That was when she first very colorful fellow. She was in Ralph uh, Ralph Sutton's episode. When you were like, you were like, you don't like, you don't have to, like, you don't have to listen, listen to that. Yeah, and she's like, you don't. She goes, you don't tell me. Yeah, she listened you to that. T- you don't tell her to do. She, she's an adult. She's heard Did your some mom things. put on a leather jacket and comb her hair back. And yeah, she was. In it and she went. Don't you tell me what to do. She went and looked up the next rock and roll cruise, and uh, they're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> her, she's listening to Motorhead. Uh, yeah. Well, everyone should listen to Motorhead. All right. Uh, so then, then I go. Oh, I laugh. I go. Ha, I'll let him know. And then she goes. Uh, Man with a plan is uh, LeBlanc as a contractor carpenter who becomes a room mother, not president of the PTA as Brian has. Well, right, so he's lucky Brian. A, a lesser. Lucky Brian. What is what's, is that? Is that a catchphrase that, from the show? I know that was that what she put at the end of the. So just I wanted you to know that my mom wants you to watch Man with a Plan on CBS, which is also on after. Uh, Aaron Hayes' show with Kevin. I'm very behind on that one because I'm not a three-camera sitcom guy, just so you know. So it's very hard for me. To, and I saw Man With Plan. I didn't realize it was about a dad doing dad stuff. Get like, on it, bro. But, um, 
Yeah, no, I haven't. I I I I haven't really watched uh, Aaron's stuff yet. That, it's, only, dude, I watched, it's funny. She's really good. I've when watched I did sample the show. it. There was one where she slept with her eyes open. And dude, that, and that was funny. That was the that was the hardest I laugh when the she, they were doing the sleep study and she, he was he would look at her and she'd be like, yeah. <laughs> like it was really it made me laugh. Like I, I spit up a little bit. Baby the, food. So back to uh, your mom. Did your mom was your mom involved in school when you were growing? Did she ever talk to you about that? Was she a PTA person? Uh, or not? My mom was the PTA president she as was. well. Okay. Dude. I come from a long line of I have no idea what happened before her but oh, I think you say you were just kidding so your mom did get she was involved oh no no my mom was so involved I remember I remember my dad sitting at the dinner dinner table going you know sometimes you can say no to stuff <laughs> like you don't have to do everything but see that's the volunteer effect that's what happens when you're when you have when, when volunteerism is built in, inside of you it's like a thing I really do like it's like music like you're either musically inclined or not I think some people are also like volunteering inclined like it's it's part of them I honestly don't think that that that, that was part of who my mom was necessarily I think having kids seeing what she wanted she always was kind of wanted to know what was going on, what we were involved in, sure. what was happening and 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 kind of a good way for her to do that was to be involved. You know what I mean? So she would volunteer not because she was like, "Oh, I got to help out these other lazy assholes who don't want to serve ice cream or whatever." I got she she would do it because probably because when she looked around, she was like, "Everyone else here is an idiot." Right. Like we're like going to have to call your mom and clarify this just so you know. Now well, that now that I know this, she, she was president of the PTA, her. she was a crossing guard. Wow, no, we, we, across we the need street. to. She has to come on the show and clarify all these volunteer opportunities and why she did it. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, Mrs. John's mom, we will do a rated G show. Uh, she can. She can. All right. PG thirteen. But when she swears, NC seventeen. When should I stop? Triple X, dude. Oh. We're going triple X. Vin Diesel style. Got yes. It. Okay. Ice this Cube. is great. The, the second one. The second one. <laughs> It's like speed two, but on a bus instead of a boat. All right, so you so you don't believe that people have the ability? That, no, no, in, I, no, in their, no, no, in their, no, in their no, no, no. I I agree makeup. with what you're saying. I'm like, just it's saying. like people who end up being cops. It's it seems like it's in their DNA to want to help people, and they, like even when they're young, like they will they'll get involved. Like if two people are fighting, they probably will step into it. Like maybe they, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. there's something about they see suspicious activity. They may be considered a tattletale in their right. youth. But there's a pretty good chance they'll cut, they'll grow up to be like really good detectives or something like that. Right, and I wasn't saying that that's not in people. I'm not saying that doesn't exist. I just, just met, with my mom. mom, she kind of came from like a they were a well-to-do family. She spent oh. her summers at the country club playing Ooh. golf and swimming and stuff. So it's like it wasn't like they were in the soup kitchens helping the. You know what I mean? It's not like they didn't that you know it. of. Maybe this is the discovery that's, we'll get. That's when, a good point. When Mrs. That's John's good, mom calls, that's a good point. But my point is, once she had kids, she was like, "Yeah, I'm definitely going to be involved and in, and in volunteering and and." Taking on those positions was the best way to do that. And by the way, I'm not arguing with your point because there is something to be said for you. You get involved, so you give your kid the best opportunities all the time. Like that's why. Oh, I, I don't. Mean that's it why like I coach. That. Other, no, no, no. That's why I coach other people's kids. So even when kids are jerks, you put up with that to protect your child's best interest within that situation, uh-huh. whether it's at school or in a sporting event or just at a party. Like you, you. If you, the more you engage, the the more likely your child is going to is going to be taken care of. Better, yeah. Like I, I remember going back home once and watching my brother um, get really frustrated on the sidelines because his son wasn't getting any playing time on the football field, and I just kind of sat back and I'm like, you know, there's those kids that fall in the gray area where they're not like the best on the team, but they're not the worst on the team. But they, if they're quiet, they'll usually just them sitting because the coach will just forget about them and they just ride in the bench all the time, which is kind of pointless in kids' sports. Yeah. But my brother would just pace in the sidelines and get really pissed off, and I, and I told him after that. Then I'm like, dude, the only way is you got it. You have to be involved in the team. You have to be. My brother's now involved in all the teams, just so you know. 
I mean, his kid and his kids are like, "Thanks, Uncle Brian, you dick." His Jack, his oldest son Jack, actually this weekend is playing in the Wisconsin State Championship game Whoa. for for football. Oh, cool! Yeah, for, out of Milwaukee. Or, uh, yeah, the Milwaukee team. I, he think he, I can't remember what school he goes to, but they're it's the, they they're the final state. two teams. They're win, they, if they win this game, they win state. Now that's pretty crazy. My high school won state there's two only years in a row. Fifty yeah. of them. So that yeah. means only fifty teams. Yeah. In the United States of this America, Trump's America, in the United States of Trump's America, only fifty teams plus Puerto Rico, Guam, and what else? Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> You're like yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> Uh, All right. So anyway, yeah. So that, I thought that was pretty cool. Anyway, that, that is cool. That is cool. Um, anyway, so we got to get your mom on the show, and uh, yeah, 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 we can do, do that. that. All right. Well, that was that was a good thing. So let's. let's and you're, uh, you promised to watch Matt LeBlanc on. Uh, Man with the I'll plane. see if my wife is possibly. Uh, oh, she probably it. does. She think he's kind of hunky, maybe. No, I think that's why my mom tuned in. She was like, "I remember Joey from Friends." Yeah, I don't know his if that fancy would be... tight acid wash jeans and his black turtlenecks. I, I don't that. know God, who they she dressed terrible on that show. She uh, she does point out what what her who who people are good looking and who her like crushes are. Hers mostly fall into sports. She'll bring them up, and we actually talked about this one time because then they this she, is your wife, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Which I don't care, like this because but but she got called out on her on on her shit once because the kids were like, no, don't leave dad for I think it was Matt Kemp or something like that <laughs> or Gronkowski. She's had a couple things she said during Gronkowski. games. Whatever. I, I just so anyway. Come on. So the kids. Well, I, I would have exactly. Well, I don't know. She's all over the place apparently. So anyway, she said that, and I I just kind of laughed, and I go, yeah, yeah. That reminds me of that one time that. Oh wait, no, I've never said anything because your mother would be pissed off if I ever acknowledged that anybody else was. Like my fake girlfriend or, right. or beautiful. I've, I've never said a word. So my kids will never call me out on that shit. Oh. So it's wow. good. I feel pretty good about myself. Even when she, and I don't know if this is a trick or not, but we'll be watching a show. She'll be like, that, that woman's really beautiful. And I don't say a word. I'm like, nope. We're not calling types out here. Oh, see, I would always just. Go, I think that's a type. That's a type tester her? because it's not all, it's, as beautiful as you, babe. I, you know, let's let's bring in our guest because I would like to get some feedback on this. Okay, okay. all right, yes, bro, bring in our guest, guys. We did talk a little bit too long, and we apologize, but every once in a while, we got to address. Uh, we had, we have viewer, to address viewer text, state of the nation. And I'm families. listening. Yeah, <laughs> guys, our guest today, uh, comedic actress. Um, we already covered this before. She's willing to help you. Singer. Songwriter and I move well and silent laugher. Don't pull away from the mic when the, <laughs> that's the best part poet. about this show is the giggles. Not the we don't we don't hide giggles. Poet laureate, right. Are you, you're a poet laureate. No, you're not a poet laureate. I don't even know what that would. If you were, what is that? Um, yeah, explain means, that one. It means that <laughs> oh, you don't even know. Okay, it means you're so that. good at, at writing poetry that they give you like a a, you know, a prize, a laureate, an award, <laughs> an award. <laughs> yeah, not that. Is that an official stamp that you take with you for the rest of your life? Like when they give you those yes. false oh, uh, yeah, like being doctor when they make you, or like when you're a doctor, even though you're not a doctor. Yes, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yes, Dr. honorary Phil? doctorate. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> when maybe you're a doctor, when you're not a doctor, what are you going to talk about? <laughs> no, I thought you're those were chiro- doctor. I thought those were chiropractors. Uh, oh. Victoria Oscar, everybody. Thank you for being on the show. How are Thank you? Thank you for having me. I'm quite well. How would you describe if 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 for some reason you had to sit down and have someone 
Like, what is it that, what do you do? What are your positions in this <laughs> and town? And you've been asked, right? I mean, you know, how do you explain yourself to other people when they ask you? Oh, gosh. Just, just, from a, just from a talent standpoint, I don't, I don't want to get any other deep shit yeah, right Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. This, this isn't like, <laughs> yeah. uh, how do you explain yourself, the things you have done? Well, okay, Dr. I like, Phil. So, I like uh, long walks on the beach. <laughs> oh, by the way, did you see that? I feel bad about the Shelley Duvall thing. Have you seen that thing floating around? Yeah. And did you see, oh, yes. and did you see, uh, she, and that, you oh. know, it's, it's very rare that you usually can look at someone and go, something's wrong. You know what I mean? Normally, they have to talk, and then you go, okay, something's wrong. That one right away at the quick glance, you're like, whoa, what's going on? Uh, And who was the director of The Shining? Stanley Kubrick. Uh, Kubrick. His daughter wrote a wrote a letter to asking people to boycott Doctor. Like, what are you doing, you oh. piece of shit? Well, he's like, doing what all those shows do. They but that's like all Doctor Phil has ever done. Right. That is all he has ever done. That is all Doctor Drew so, does. Yeah. These guys who call themselves doctors and they're on TV. Yeah. Fuck off. Well, Except I mean, for us. The only good really, side might be us. that you know somebody would see this and say, "Oh, I have a problem too." And well, then and that's how they. Help. But that's not how they position it, right? Well, yeah, and I mean, like, it's a mixed bag. But ultimately, you, I was going to say, but do you really think it's that or more people like I want to see a person who used to be famous and how fucked well, up that's that Trump's too. America. Yeah, that is where we have. Well, that's yeah. always come. been America. Well, yeah, but you know uh, what? It's, it's on TV. It's, that's always been television America. It's, no, it's, it's sliding that more. way. Yeah, it's isn't, it wasn't that always the joke about NASCAR? Is there's two reasons why you watch it? You either you either like the you like the speeding of cars, but you're really waiting for the crash, right? I think Stephen Colbert yeah. said that last week, and he kind of de- compared that to. What's going on? Apology. But that's but, but like that, you have a toothache and you push it and it hurts. Ouch. Oh, that hurts. Oh, don't push it. Fun, Ouch. Right? It's that same yeah. sort of thing and it's it's an addiction. Yeah, or when they tell you once the tooth is gone, like don't poke your tongue in that <laughs> hole and you're like, I can't stop poking my tongue in that hole. A little bit of mild pain sometimes is kind of fun, especially in the mouth and I don't know why. Daddy. Ow. Ow. <laughs> so but I wanted to get your opinion on it because you were shaking your head. Oh, yeah. Is my wife doing, uh, is, is, do you think she's doing... Um, tricking you. Not tricking me, but... Testing is booby she type traps. testing me? Like is she seeing like booby trap? That's a funny. Well, that's a good word there for are it. Possibilities Look at the boobs here. on her. Oh. Booby trap. Booby. Did you just make that up? Yeah. Get that on Urban Urban Dictionary immediately. <laughs> Wikipedia. I think that uh, it's possible that your wife just simply appreciates beauty. That a lot okay. of people, which I believe, simply that's it's very simple. Um, however, I don't know your lovely wife. I'm she's sure a she's, lawyer. Okay, so that's a that's trap. A, yeah. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I think too. It's like, how would I get a defendant to admit that she is also our number one non-listening fan? Oh, yeah, yeah. She. I she, could literally make up horrible lies about Natalie, say them know. on this podcast, and she would never know. Never know. Well, she's never busy. Know. Yeah, she's she got is. things. She's, she's a, a lawyer, like, like he said. She's a lawyer, she's so a lawyer. yeah. She lets me do whatever I do, and that's why I love her. And that's why you have a healthy relationship. She doesn't judge anything that I do. That's yeah. beautiful. But, I, I, but you, you make what it... What do you mean, but? No, because you're making talk it... Well, she wife? judges one thing, but you do that well, obviously. <laughs> no, no, no. She, she ju- <laughs> do I? Well, she, how many to, children are, are I only we had in? to do it twice. Ah, hey. That's it. Two times. I only had to cover up at least two minutes and 47 seconds of my life to make sure that we have a family. Yeah. Well done, sir. Thank you. Curtsy. That's a skill. And do a digital curtsy. So what were you going to say? Never mind. It doesn't matter it's anymore. Back to me. Yeah, yeah back yeah. to you. That's why we're here. Yeah, that's why we're here. Um, Welcome to the basement. But, but yes. Thank how, you. Uh, beyond Brian's wife, because that's... Uh, cause I don't think he's going to want that, because she might never leave. Oh, wait, no. If I was on her, no. Anyway, back to me. Yes. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Okay, good. Uh, so like how, how would you, how would you there, describe so. yourself? How would you describe yourself? And what, um, what, what, your, what your strengths are here in Hollywood? Wow. Well, I, you know, ultimately, I think that uh, at my time in, in, in life, I, I think happiness as a human being is 
the most important thing, and I know you're laughing at me and smiling, no. but it's so true. It is true. It's just, it's the ultimate, no matter, because it has to come before work. Because if you don't, if you're not happy, you can't be happy doing anything that you're actually happy doing. Yeah. So uh, I have come to that point in my life where I'm happy with myself and how I treat others. And now I'm just uh, working hard on the career and getting myself more out there and, uh, and working. And I, I started when I was 10. Yeah. 10. Are you from here? So DC. DC. New York. Okay. Yeah. Now when you say Wait, which one? DC or DC and well, New York? I was born in DC and how long, how long I, I grew were you up there? uh twi- well we grew up right outside of DC in okay. Maryland. Okay. Um and I lived there for about 22 years. You did. Okay. And then I moved to Manhattan and I lived there for about 14 years. Okay. And was, everything is super close out there too, right? Like everything is within 3 hours of each yeah, other basically it's just in that, that area. About 3 and a half hours up yeah. there. So you're very 95. very very well versed in most of the East Coast cities in that little clump up Pretty there. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. We've got family in Boston, you know, all that good stuff. Awesome. But so so with you, like right now, I mean, do you have a very specific focus that that you that you do more often than something else in your life? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I started uh, doing musical theater and uh, At ten. Is uh, this, is that absolutely, what you're yeah. I did really? my first show with my brother, uh, a lovely actor named Brad Oscar, who's currently in Something Rotten on Broadway. Okay, oh, nice. uh, he's the successful so one in the, in the family. family. Working one in the family. How many yeah. in the family? Just he and I. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, so t- technically, that statement is true, unless we find out more about you, where you're just lying. Okay. Now, I, I try I'm, not to lie. I'm youngest of seven. I'm way down <laughs> on the failure list. <laughs> I'm at number seven. I'm in seventh place. It's okay. <laughs> you're still a winner. You still get a trophy now these days. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, so yeah, so I did my first show with my brother. Uh, I think it was '89. Now, when you say first, like I did a show with my brother too, but it was more like, "Hey, oh. we're dancing around in the backyard. Everyone, look <laughs> at us." Okay, and they were high. We used to do. <laughs> we were 25. <laughs> we used to do pro. My parents were very involved in our lives as well, and cool. very uh, important uh, part of that. Uh, so they got us involved in programs, uh, summer programs. So they were put. They they were. You liked it. They like. They liked that you liked exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So wasn't they pushed you in that direction? They oh. saw that you guys were Jones and Ford. Well, my brother, he popped out and he was like musical theater. Yeah. Everybody, hello, jazz, hand, jazz, jazz hands, jazz out hands out. all the way. So he always knew, and I was sort of kind of a follower in that respect. Mm-hmm. He's your older brother? He's my older brother. Hey, well, that also makes sense. Absolutely. Right? And he was good. I mean, yeah. he was good from the start. And other people said he was good. Absolutely. So then you heard that and you were like... <laughs> well, yeah. I saw it too. I mean, I was like, wow, right. he's but good. Then it, but then I think there's always something to be like, yeah, I really like what he does and then have other people... Uh, like adults uh, validate it as well, a kid. Course. You're like, oh, he must be good. Not. <laughs> sure, I'm not crazy. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so I was able to get involved and uh, I found out that I actually really enjoyed it and I had some talent as well. So uh, I went on to to do the summer programs. I got into dinner theater in Maryland. This is, and this is your teen years? This is my my teen years and then college. Okay. After college, I did some dinner theater. Then I moved to New York, did a couple national tours. I got I got the national tour of Annie. I did Miss Hannigan. I was just going to ask you, like, years. what kind of stuff? Okay. And then I got Les Mis. Uh, I did that for about a year. And I'm going to stop you there for just a sec because I'm not big into understanding Broadway and tours and stuff like that. But I am familiar with the two names that you said. That's like in your world. 
for what you were trying to do, that's that's Those a big, big deal, names. correct? It was very it, exciting. It, unless you're on if Broadway been, and it, you're doing the touring thing, that's a big deal. But they've both you, been made into movies, and that's right. how you know they're like, well, it's a broad <laughs> right. thing, and then they made movies But not that, but there is, there is a... Um, and, and this is what I would like you to explain because I don't really understand theater. But there is a hierarchy, and there's a certain, there are different levels of success, right? So Broadway is like there's very select places, and that's when you're like the big time you made it. And then there's off Broadway, right? And then there's other stuff, and then there's touring. Right. So how does that all break down as far as like when? How do you determine when you've made it to the top per se, and where do you? And how does each thing land? Well, you m- made it, quote unquote. I mean, yeah. uh, to be a working actor, you've made it. You are you're you're making it yeah. absolutely. Okay, and. and and I was, when I got the national tour of Annie, it was a non-union tour. So, uh, and I was bartending at the Hard Rock Cafe in New York at the time, having a blast, but mm-hmm. ready for something more. Something yeah. else to do. Yeah, well, what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't want to be a therapist, so bartending was just, you know, a step oh, away. Was, oh, but you didn't, go to, you didn't, what, did you go to school for, you didn't? <laughs> well, I was going to go to school for that, but okay. I decided it was like, you but know. you were just working there and doing theater. Exactly. You were, you were not going to school. I wasn't going to school. No, no I did go to college i went to a two-year college i was not interested in this or this is right out of school out of, yeah out of high school you tried the two-year thing right oh I, like yeah junior, i like got i got uh my associates uh, of arts in, and then you were the like theater. i don't need it well you know what you're either a, a student or you're not a student and i i didn't mind it i didn't want to just there's nothing wrong with just being a high school graduate but right. i i wanted a little something more but then I also didn't want to go to school. Yeah. So it, I didn't want to waste my parents' money. I was fortunate one to, you know. You kind of already knew the direction you wanted to go. Yeah. And with an associate's look, you can still fall back if it's like if something happens and it just doesn't work out. Sure. You and you know get... what I have to say? Don't judge me. You no. know. So yeah. really, it's yeah. it's just live your life and yeah. exactly. You got to be happy. Exactly. With Whatever what works you're doing. for you works for you. Exactly. And that's, everybody is like yeah. snowflakes. Everybody. I want I want to just take two more steps back. So you start doing the um the theater stuff when you're a kid. But wait, yeah. I want to I want to go back oh, the, to the dinner theater. Is that where we're going? Oh Lord. Yeah. Because I want to know. I want to know like some horror. Because that's uh, like not even horror, but but that's I, like we're not doing improv. That's like doing improv for like two people or doing stand up for like a person. And, and like people aren't paying attention. Well, soap dish. No, soap dish was that the soap, no soap, soap talk. So there talk. was a movie uh, about dinner theater. Oh, okay. Years ago, and it was just spot on. Yeah. Okay. It was really you can't. But so this you were you were in high school <laughs> when funny. you were doing dinner theater. No, when I I graduated, um, I got my two year degree, and then I started. Then you doing started doing that theater. stuff. So so before that, when you were a kid and in, in high school and all that stuff, were you just doing whatever was available locally there for you? Is that it? Like, I didn't do so much in high school, but in the summertime, I did... Um, Why not high school? Just out of curiosity, if you loved it so much. Well, you know, I was... It's funny. You I don't know it's a thing you can do. I also well, didn't no, there's feel like... at high school. Yeah. I'm not a snob, and I'm not a snot, but in high school, I thought that these people just... They really didn't want to do this, and they really didn't know it, you know, and I, I was like... I was doing these other summer programs where I was working with people that loved theater. So you were satisfied. And this, yeah, they were engrossed it, in it. Yes. I breathe theater. And these people that I was in high school with, uh, they're great people, but yeah. I was like, you don't really, you're not serious about this. Look, I just think I look cool smoking cigarettes and holding sides. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know I was serious about it either at the time. It was just something that I felt, and so I didn't audition. And maybe I was also insecure. Maybe I, you know, that there's also that possibility at that age that, if I had shown my friends my true self, you know, what are they going to really think of me? Yeah. I'm a theater fag, you know? Yeah. Um, so a couple things kind of came into play as to why I didn't do it in high school. Okay. But I was fulfilled in the summertime 
there was a great summer program uh, at Montgomery College in in Maryland uh, where they do two shows and it's like a dinner theater and you learn, you know, uh, all of that stuff. And, yeah. and it was a great program. So I was satisfied. And then I was able to do dinner theater. And okay. So why, why, theater. why? So what is it about dinner theater? What well, makes, I've, I've never, I want to be very clear about something. <laughs> never gone to it. Don't even know what the experience is. So walk me, th- walk Don't the, eat ig- the shrimp, My, walk the ignorant you know through you, what it is that, that this, what dinner theater is. But really quick, Brian, you know where you can see dinner theater is at the Pinewood country club. <laughs> In Rhinelander, Are you serious? Wisconsin. Well, then I'm going to do that. They the next often time that they I'm often there. have dinner theater. I don't know if they do it in the summer, but they, I think they definitely still do a certain time of year. They do dinner theater. I'm now there. that is those people up there that go to those. They absolutely love it. Well, they, they live for it. They yeah. get involved. They're happy to be there. <laughs> But that's they tip not you a dollar. That's not always the case, correct? <laughs> I will go golfing first at Pinewood Country Club. By the way, it was one of the largest golf clubs. My, it seems my, like my cousin lo- and my aunt, my family has a golf course. It turns out, there. yeah, and I've, uh-huh. I golfed there as a child. Didn't even know. Yeah. I mean, we, this is before we even met each other. But it's a massive golf course. It takes about seventy-two hours to finish it. <laughs> it just you're walking forever. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty little bungalows. On yeah, the, yeah. You have to yeah. actually. There's hotels in between every three <laughs> pack holes. A lunch, so you can everybody. Pack a lunch. Eighteen today. Johnny on the spot. So, um. All right, so dinner theater, what is it? You know, absolutely. Dinner's, dinner theater is awesome. Okay. Uh, it's a great place for people to, you know, people who actually work it in the day, uh, who have real jobs, but yet who love theater. Okay. And they're able to do it and live their lives and still be fulfilled. And then all the people in town get to come and eat and watch them. And there are some very, very, very talented people in this country and at every level. I mean, it's a little harder for me to go watch community theater. But yeah. but you have to know that at every level, it's all the same thing. It's just a different level. But so why was he making fun of dinner theater? Well, where, where are the, where are the, well, the where, clicking where are the, of the glasses. Okay, okay. It's, you know, it's like if you're if you're an actor and you're used to doing a play, you're used to doing plays. Let's sit say. down, a be play. Quiet, people no are listening and watching. Undivided thing. attention. Not, it's like it's like having a check drop in the middle of your best joke when you're on stage. Yeah. It's like do they still do, like, do, they do that? Do they, they, they drop the forty two fifty? Intermission is what's the tip on that? I don't know. Right. What can I get another coffee? Pass the milk. Okay, so you do get that. So there is some chit chat in there sometimes. People sure. are, are people. Are people allowed to order drinks in the middle of? No, no. Once the show starts, everything's oh, dark. Okay, okay, okay. You know that nobody comes around. Now there could be dinner theaters in different areas the that th- actually have waiters that wait the tables. Most dinner theaters, the actors wait the tables. So while the show's going on, you're at your uh, waiters busy. <laughs> hold on a second. Yeah. How do you think you're going to make money in the business? You have to wait the tables. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, well, yeah, but you can't. Come, you're trying to hold on. Just so I make, I understand. What and that's you're one level. There but are what? other levels oh, where the waiters enough. are just waiters. But I'm going to walk you through a scenario. You tell me if I just understood what you just said. <laughs> so a guy makes a stage entrance through a door. He comes in. He has his scene. He goes back out the door, throws on an apron, and starts serving tables, and then comes back into the play and goes back to that same door. I again? like what you're saying. It's really cute, but no. you have to wait till intermission to see the actor again in his waiter garb. Yeah, you, they they they, but serve. they will do it in the middle of the show no. during no, at intermission. Bef- but they, no, I'm saying, but during that the, night, yes, before the you will show, see them they serve the food and after. So and hold on a second. You not only have to know your lines, but you have to remember people's orders. <laughs> Well, usually it's a buffet, yeah. and you just bring them their drinks, uh, and you can you're allowed okay. to write them down. Okay. Uh, 
I'm no more and more. I'm noticing nobody writes down at restaurants anymore. I'm I'm always and like, more wow. and more. My order is wrong. I, and, uh, <laughs> it's very interesting that I think that could be all. No, I ordered the peas. Like, how about I just? How about how about this? How about I write it down? I'll take a picture of it. I'll text it to you, <laughs> right. and then you can send. It's only a matter of time. Snapchat. It yeah. is only a matter of time before you have to start oh texting the, uh, the the, well, the kitchen the orders. Well, it's only a matter of time before we're not we're done with waitresses and waiters. It's going to be like you go sit down, you do the pad should, like they yeah. do at the airport. Well, that's you type fun. in the thing, and then. Boom! Here they come. I it's, say, don't do that because there is a, there isn't. I mean, yeah, every yes. once in a while you're going to get a sour puss, or it's not going to go your way. But I right. I think there's still something genuinely uh, wonderful about that type of human interaction. And sometimes a sour puss is great. Yeah, you could turn their sour puss well, to a sweet puss. All right, well, that <laughs> is, <laughs> sweet. You yeah, clearly we're turn have that a different sour agenda then. Sweet puss, bro. Wait, sweet I don't have time for that time. kind of shit in my life to be changing someone else's night. I'm, yeah. I'm out because I barely get to get to fucking oh, out. My I'm, job is not to go out that right, night. I understand. Yeah. Absolutely. But you know what? You never know. The stupid thing is a smile could change somebody's world. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> it's as simple as that. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I you don't are disagree. a regular ray of sunshine, huh? <laughs> With a little, all right. So dinner theater doesn't sound too bad. Do you, and do you guys get free food? Is that part of your payment in dinner theater? How oh, does dinner theater gosh, work? It's been so long since I've done dinner. Well, you theater. made so I, much money. I think that if you wait tables, you get a, a waiter meal. I, it's been a long time. But I mean, but that's there's some sort of like copay there, right? So you have to kind well, you of get like, a stipend, and yeah. then you, you and make the your idea tips. is that you're also the idea is that you're acting and you love. Oh it. yeah. The reason why I'm bringing yeah. this up is and because sometimes I, doing great work because some of the you know the, the beef always was with stand up comedy is a lot of these places it's, usually it's a free show oh, and they get they don't get free drinks. They don't get they don't get paid and they sure. don't get a free meal. But basically, the reason why people are there are to see them. And I'm not talking about like on the road, like three man shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's there's some non traditional comedy clubs where you know you don't. You're basically yeah. a you're basically a free intern in their within their oh, world, and they're benefiting so and they give you nothing. You know, and so mm-hmm. I was just curious. It sounds least... like a Trump America. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he's going to be in charge of all the comedy clubs. Is that what it is? That's all he cares oh, about? <laughs> Getting back at everybody. Great. Did somebody, did he get yelled at by a comic on stage somewhere? It's going to wreck our business. Great. Thanks, whoever did it. Uh, we'll see. Um, we'll see. All right. So beyond dinner theater. Yes. You've accomplished a little more than that. All right, so you yeah, graduate from dinner, you graduate from dinner theater. You were doing dinner theater mm-hmm. um, all the way. You did not do dinner I've, theater. I've in only really done a, a couple of things. It turns out you never actually did. I we have just, not we done just manufactured your storyline. Like, I've eaten breakfast. dinner and I've been to a theater. <laughs> there probably is like breakfast theater. Oh, uh, like that, right? oh, what's the town? Uh, Branson. They have Branson, Missouri. Missouri. They do breakfast shows and people. It's amazing. It's a whole wow. World. Do you as an as a as a performer and entertainer? Do you do you? I, my whole thing is that nothing should be done before uh, <laughs> before dark. Well, yeah, well, it's light it's a, outside. It's a weird dynamic. I mean, they do it at like theme parks all day long and stuff like that. Yeah, that's but for children still, though. Usually, no, not yeah. a, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Well, there's I mean, a lot just, of adult you know, plays at theme parks. Yeah, well, like um, <laughs> doing the Great <laughs> Gatsby, are they? Knott's, Bur- <laughs> Knott's Berry <laughs> Farm has that. That's where Steve Martin got started. Was down at Knott's Berry Farm, juggling hey. and doing wacky shit. No, no, he worked in the theater too. So, but they have sure. and they do things during the day. Yep. It's just to me, it's and granted, it's dark, close the doors, whatever. And yeah. it's just, I just always feel like that's just so much harder where there's it's, daylight. It's hard when you do a matinee and you come out and it's light. And it's like, yeah. oh, whoa, I'm uh, expecting, you know, because yeah. you want to be hammered by that. But that you Not know, we get to do it all day long. Yeah, any time is a good time for theater. So you uh, you you make your way to Manhattan, and the reason why yes. you made your way to Manhattan was well, I, I thought that okay, I could maybe you know enjoy this and do this, and uh, 
actually get work. Brother already there ahead of you? He was there. He went to BU, and after he graduated, he went to uh, New York and started working as a waiter. And I think his first tour was Aspects of Love years ago. And then from then on, he has been just... Knockwood, he's been blessed with work after work after work. Uh, Rotten closes at the end of uh, this year, and he's he got a call for an audition, and he's going to do the Beatle and Sweeney Todd that's coming off Broadway uh, wow. next year, which is very exciting because, yeah. of course, you know, my God, Stephen Sondheim, uh, he's always wanted to do that, and yeah. we're just so proud of him, and we're very close, and we're both very supportive of each other. Um, so, you know, I couldn't be happier yeah. that one of us is actually employed. <laughs> so, so, but you get out there and you get, yeah. you get some work. Absolutely. And, and what's the first type of work that you're getting? And what's, what is that like? In New and, York? Yeah. Well, New York was, uh, I, I don't want to say a shit show for me in theater, but I basically, uh, I didn't get myself out there to the auditions where you have to stand in line, you know, and, or put your name on a list and then come back hours later for the audition. I had a really good time. I f- got to know myself. I started dating. I started bartending and working. And um, after about, I guess, ten years of debauchery and fun and but that's kind of that life. was kind of your college. Like you did. It's a long years. college, but, but, the, but <laughs> yeah. well, people have gone longer. Hey, but you know. Um, but yeah, but I mean, you're you're kind of on your own. You're living in New York. Yeah. You're, you know? No, that's not to say I, I did. I worked with Michelle Ballin, and we did comedy, and we would go up to uh, Provincetown and do comedy shows. Michelle Ballin, how do she's I, a I know comedian? That. She's a stand-up comedian. She was on Last Comic Standing several years ago. She was like the last female comic standing. Um, I gosh, I, I can't remember what year I it feel, was. I feel like I must know her though. Yeah, funny, yeah, yeah. F- amazingly yeah. talented, funny woman. Yeah, um, Vanessa Hollingshead was another. Comedian, New York comedian. Nice. We did a, a show or two together. Um, so I did things throughout. I sang and did little bits here and there. Um, but it wasn't anything like that would propel me to the next level. Do you, in, in hindsight, do you, are you totally okay with spending 10 years living your life? Or do you regret <sighs> the people that actually put their note? They were the, they were the grinders. They were I the ones bl- that never get, they always focused on the end game, end game, end game. Everything happens perfectly as it's supposed to happen. If I regretted anything, you know, my God, I would have an ulcer. Yeah. Um, I had but a great time. did you time. ever have those moments where you're like, why am I not putting in these? Who you know, doesn't? All, but there's yeah. always those or people. Human. I'm assuming you knew people that were like obsessed. Like they wouldn't, there was nothing that was more important to them. Well, than, sure. And some people do that and it's not what they're meant to do. And now they're living somewhere in the Midwest yeah. and happy, hopefully, yeah. and healthy. But they're um, glad they put the effort in. Well, you know, who knows? I don't know. That, that's all, a question for alive. them. Yeah. <laughs> I personally have had, uh, I wouldn't go back and change anything. Okay. I'm happy. You're uh, a live your life person. Absolutely. Well, and because every situation that happens, you learn something from it. Mm-hmm. You learn, I want that again, or I don't want that yeah. again. Mm-hmm. And you move forward and yeah. you, you live, you know, accordingly. Um, but I was bartending and happy and, and having fun, and uh, I met a lot of people. My God, I met, uh, well, I met a lot of people at the Hard Rock, and it was mm-hmm. just a good time. And then that's when I got the non-equity tour of Annie. Okay. And now, uh, Okay, so, so, so when you say, but you say you're primarily um, working at the Hard Rock, how does one working at the Hard Rock get offered... Well, I was auditioning. You, I mean, I okay, still okay. was... I thought you meant they came in, they're like, this gal's oh, got gosh, some sass. No, no oh, I'm not yeah. that good. Well, also, it's not, it's not the 20s. Like, that doesn't happen anymore. I'm, like, Seeking clarification for your mom. <laughs> it's funny. I actually I only saw, do these shows for your mom, She John. knows what year it is. <laughs> I actually saw myself doing this role. 
I, uh, Wait, I picked this up a, being interviewed by no, us. No, the podcast? Annie. The, she had a the dream about tour this. Of Annie. <laughs> it was last night. <laughs> um, I was taking the train home to see my parents mm-hmm. uh, for a holiday or something, and I had picked up a backstage, which is where all the auditions are listed. Yeah, before the internet, you had to Absolutely. go backstage west. Or, well, actually, yeah, well, I was on the East Coast. We had backstage <laughs> west out here. You were reading that one. It was going to be a long day <laughs> to that audition. I didn't actually do the National Tour of Annie. I never saw that paper. No, so um, so I saw it in the paper, and I circled it, and I was like, oh, my God, that is mine. And I went home. I told my parents. I was like, oh, my God, look, this is mine. My mom was like, oh, that's just so sweet. You're sweet. And <laughs> I was like, no, Mom, it's mine. So I went back to New York, and uh, I made some calls, and I got into the room. and Because uh, I think they had already seen the first round, and they were having callbacks or something. And... Um, uh, there's a gentleman, uh, Seth Winnick, who is uh, an old friend, and he was uh, one of the people in the, uh, the, one of the producers, I guess, of the show at the time. And I called him and I said, I really want to be seen for this. So they got me in the room with Martin Sharnan, and uh, I gave it all I had. And I'll never forget it. He, he looked up at me and he said, where have you been? And I was like, oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! And I flipped out, and, and it was really a nice... Nice to hear because I hadn't been doing anything really that I loved so much for so long. And they cast me. And uh, for almost two years, I did that role. That is awesome. It was pretty cool. Yeah. No, when you, just to, taking a step back, do you, so you re- this goes back to your theory where you really felt like you identified with that article in that thing and you went, this is it. This something's telling me that this, is, this was you. And yeah. you, so you, you actually changed your course of how you rolled. And became a little more. Or aggressive? was that just meant to happen? I mean, yeah. I, I saw it, it and it happened, um, and I identified with that you yeah. know, that role. I saw it done at the Kennedy Center back in the day when it was pre Broadway. Okay, and Dorothy Loudon was, of course, oh my God, she, God rest her soul, one of the most brilliant actresses that that was you know here on this planet. So uh, to to be able to somehow follow in her fa- path, yeah. uh, to do that role was just you know such a blessing. And and so exciting and uh, that's awesome. But I mean, that also is the thing now. Like it lasted two years, which is a long time for anything really years, yeah. in, in entertainment. But like, it's it, still out there now. I'm just I was on it for only two years. Annie actually just actually go see the national tour of Annie. Uh, they just re- started up again, so you wow. could probably find it in your town if you're looking. How wow. long do the do do people normally stay? Like, is is that what's a what's a what's a uh, uh, oh. a run of show for the average actor? Well, it really it's funny because it depends. It could go anywhere from you know three to six months to there is a gentleman that's in the tour now. Uh, hi, Jeff Duncan. Uh, he's playing FDR, and he was in the tour with me. Uh, Not playing in FDR. In 2000, playing FDR. FDR. Wow. He's the best FDR you'll ever see. Wow. He's really good. Pay. And it works for him. And, and, so you get this, but uh, what, what is it? Well, that's what I was to say. So, so what, how, how does one live Touchy their life subject. when they do, when they, so you get this gig. What is, well, what is, what is that part of life like now? Well, now, with non-union, it's, it's not Really? And how can it be non-union being affiliated with such a uh, big product? You have opened a can of worms now oh, because, wow. yeah, there's a whole thing right now even with tours and non-union and union and different um, okay. uh, tiers and what they can and can't pay us. Okay. So, of course, I'm an equity actor at this point. Les Mis uh, turned me out. Uh, this is before, uh, this is after Annie. Les, Les Mis, Mis was after Annie. Is after Annie? Yeah. Well, actually, 
I went back to Annie after Les Mis for a little bit, for like four months, in the Equity Tour. Um, with I did the show with John Shuck and um, Mackenzie <laughs> Mackenzie Phillips was uh, oh wow was Lily. Yeah, wow. uh, the so, woman so you got Annie. Les Mis first before Annie, before this well, story see, you just told us, or no? Okay, I did the non-union tour of Annie, then I did Les Mis. Uh, okay, got it. Then okay. the union tour of Annie uh, went okay. out on the road, and the you, woman playing Miss Hannigan, okay. uh, Aline uh, Rob, Roberts, oh my gosh, I can't remember her last name. She is brilliant. She had a brain aneurysm, oh. and John Shuck saved her life. He told wow. her... You've had a headache for too long. Go to the emergency room. They were in Houston. She went. They discovered that she had, uh, there was a blood clot, uh, and she was having a brain aneurysm, and uh, he saved her life, and they, they saved her. I was out on the road with that uh, tour for about four months, and thank the good Lord, this woman survived, and she was able to come back to her role. Wow. And I was able to go out and sort of, you know, save the day. It was really exciting. That's a two, so you're saying that was a union show. It was a that completely was a different union. experience. So, yeah. so take us through the more money. More money. But what, and what is, what's the accommodations? Like, what is travel life like in a touring? How, how do you travel? Like, how do you get around? And what is it like when you get to city per city, per se? Well, traveling in a union tour, generally you fly. You fly, you know, okay. Unless it's a short trip. There, has, there, there are stipulations. Okay. Uh, and non-union, my God, they could, ta- they could drag Greyhound you. you. Yeah, <laughs> they could yeah. just drag you behind the bus. Yeah. No, I'm just teasing. They, Greyhound, you know, not Greyhound, but they rent a, a tour bus. Yeah. And they schlep you. And sometimes you're on the bus for 8, 10. You know, you could have a long, 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 long Long, long day. Okay. Yeah. And a hot bus or a cold bus. And still have to perform that day. Yeah. Wow. And rule number one on a bus is no number two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, I used to tour managed bands. I know that one. Yeah. 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 Also, yeah. Not pretty. Also, Brian was in radio. I was in radio, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm, it's sure, all... I'm sure you probably know all about me. Yeah. So I'm sure you've you know, researched Brian. I, uh, I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can read his new book. So, uh, so you were flying for the most part, and the average yeah. stay at a place that you would go would be how long? Oh gosh! Runner. Well, on a union tour, it's a week, two weeks, a but month. But this is just your first experience. The first oh, Annie the first thing. So when you, was... you're like, "Yay!" and then you get out there, and it's no, it like... was all wonderful. And there okay. were a lot of one nighters, a lot of oh, two nighters, oh, okay. midweek, split, you know, split weeks. Uh, but you know, you do it. You sleep on the bus. You, I slept a lot. Uh, because I had to. So you did bus on the, on the non-union one. You did oh, do it. Yeah, oh, that, that was a bus. On one. I did have oh, okay. my own seat, however, which was nice. How many total people were on that? Was it was a it bus a packed? Full. One? It was a pa- it was, was it packed? <laughs> Except for like, well, yeah, because you had the kids in the back. The crew takes their own bus, and the kids have pe- there's there's handlers, mothers, yeah. handlers. There's a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so that was fun, but grueling. But the the union is a lot better. But still, there's trouble with you know the what they pay. The, the contracts and stuff like that. But you guys aren't sleeping on the bus and stuff like that at night as well, are no, you? you no. They, so hotels the crew, and all that. The crew that bus, kind of, they have they sleeping. They have sleep, yeah. but you guys, hotels or wherever yeah, you're staying, absolutely. Sounds, stuff like that. Yeah, the first, when I did the first, that first tour, we stayed at some hotel in, on the Panhandle in Oklahoma, and there were pants built into somebody's bed and awful kind of stains on the walls. And there was one room where. There was a constant shower running and a little puddle at the door. And through the whole weekend, it was like, okay, um, is there a dead body in that room somewhere? <laughs> but it got a lot better. It got a lot better. <laughs> that was just coincidence. Where was a place that uh, when you, when you I'm a, was that your first experience traveling most of the United States? That was and, the f- first. And, 
And yeah. if so, where was a place where you were like, so this is what this is like? I huh? never have to come back here Yeah, again. or just that like you're like, it. wow, cool. Yeah. Like just a, oh like towns gosh. that you were like, well, this is, because you know, there's places you're never, if you didn't do this, right? You would never go to those places. Unless you were from there or there you had a family there that you would you say, so you, you were doing a lot of offshoots. Oh, gosh. Well, we, we like, oh, my gosh, yeah. Waco, you know, El Paso, awesome towns, beautiful. You know, all lovely along, people. All along down like the border, though, right? Oh, my there, gosh, right? everywhere, yeah. all across the United States and Canada. Really? I've so been... you were all, yeah, so oh, you yeah. were going to a lot of places you would never in a million years find yourself in unless exactly. you were doing this. And it was like, and the South is nice and slow. It is slow. I loved it. It was beautiful. Well, backward and, you know, come on into this century, people. Yeah. However, um, very slow. And as a, you know, someone from New York and D.C., it's like, you know, come on with that six cents, baby. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Were they receptive? We're all trying to um, get places. Right. If you guys ever had to. I got a bus to get back on. <laughs> so, did you ever get to have any extended time? If you were doing two shows in one city, you had a little bit of time to kind of wander a little Very bit? Very little it, time. Or was it mostly a grind where you were constantly it was having to do and your thing? And I had to and, sleep a lot yeah. and really take care of myself. Okay. Because you don't have a lot of time, downtime to rest. To experience, and you don't have a lot of time to experience the places you're at for the This most is part. true. That first tour was a grueling. When okay. you're on a union tour, you have a little, a little bit more time. time to yourself. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. Gosh, I haven't done that for years. You're bringing me back. But do you, do you in hindsight, though, as, as grueling as it was, do you appreciate the fact that you got to see a lot of America that no one will ever <gasps> Every see? Every day. Absolutely. Totally. And I would do it again. I would go on tour in a heartbeat. Yeah. Do you, do you um, what was it like the first time you did something on stage and you got that buzz from the audience? Is there anything like that? Oh, wow. There is absolutely nothing like it. Just, you know, you know that it's going to be somebody's first show and somebody's last show. And, and to be able to touch that? them. Well, somebody is seeing theater for the first time th- that night. There's got to be someone in the audience right. that has never seen a show. Okay. And it's also going to be somebody's last show and they're never going to see another show again. Oh, I thought you meant because they're dying. Be, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, is that what you meant? Yeah, yeah. Oh. absolutely. And <laughs> some way that's really touching. Yeah. And um, there was also something that I really appreciate when you do theater, and especially in some of these old houses around this country. Um, what do you mean? Well, th- there are spirits. I believe. Uh, I believe in ghosts. I believe in energy. We're all just that. We're all just energy. Mm-hmm. And when you're in some of these old houses, there are spirits. Theater houses. Oh right? my God! Yeah. What's a theater house? Well, well it's the just ha- like a theater. The like theater the house. is called the house. Oh, the house. sorry, sorry, yeah. guys. Sorry, I'm bad. not very educated. I'm, I was from radio. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to radio. use you know technical terms. I was a button pusher. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, the energy of past actors, past yeah. performers, absolutely, or just somebody who died in the theater who never left. You know, I mean, people. It happens. Yeah. So I would always, you know, kind of just like take a minute and sort of feel, you know. Just be quiet and I would always invite if there if I thought there was some sort of energy in the house I would just take a minute to welcome them on my journey for the night and so they didn't screw me up on stage you know because <laughs> <laughs> they like to play you know they do they did do things and uh, I've experienced it and it's just it's wild when you say they like to oh, first off I want to take you through how what's your what was your welcoming process and did other people on the show think you were batshit crazy for doing what you were doing? Well, I would I didn't share this with anyone. This oh, was me okay. in my private moments uh, okay. in my dressing okay. room. So you weren't you know. like, "Hello, spirits." <laughs> I wasn't like Teresa Caputo, where yeah. I'd be like, um, <laughs> "Okay, uh, is your father?" Um, I think I feel your father close by. No, but I <laughs> you would just kind of like absorb the environment and the kind of thing. Well, sure, absolutely, and you can sort of feel 
things. There's, it's an energy that you feel or a cold spot. You know, it's, it's all just energy. Now, when you say they're mischievous, in what respects have you seen, experienced that? When you, you, what's a point of reference when you say they do things? Well, sure. I mean, they, they, like, there have been things moved okay. or just, you know, trickery. Okay. Ghost trickery. Ghost trickery. Things okay. falling over in the middle of a performance. Sure. Oh. Yeah. Doors closing. Just thing, little things that, that go down, you know. All right. All right. I fell out from under my feet one day on stage because, I don't know, something happened. Because you like, had a blood clot? <laughs> oh, God forbid. See? Bite your tongue. All right. <laughs> so how long am I going to do this for? <laughs> okay, he's good. So anyway, John, <laughs> how are you? I'm good. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> But, but, uh, but yeah, sorry. so, so yeah, no, that's, uh, I, I'm, I'm with you on the energy thing too, for so sure. So you guys both believe in ghosts? No, I don't really believe in ghosts necessarily. Well, isn't that kind of the, one of the same? Well, it's just, you know, it depends on what you call it. I it's guess, like, I, it's energy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't that what ghosts are? Well, <laughs> in theory? Yeah. Again. Absolutely. Uh, well, I mean, it depends on who you I'm ask. I'm not making fun of you. I'm actually genuinely asking yeah. a question. I, I mean, used, there are some... I used to believe in them. But I haven't really experienced anything. Well, that you that just ha- hit on the nail on the head. You have to experience something to be a believer. You have to have a gay child in order to understand. And no, I'm just joking. Ghosts? <laughs> I'm the, so confused. They're the only right ones now. that can see them as babies. Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, no, I just, I just. There's some people when you say like ghosts, people are like that's the spirit, that's their spirit wanting. And I don't know that I necessarily believe that, but I just think mm. that we all came from energy. We all go back to energy. Mm-hmm. And it's just a it's a process that you know is might not be circular, but it it's it happens. I think, and that's those the, little you know, blurbs on pictures, you know, that they the catch. Dust. Well, it could be dust, an but it orb. could be yeah, an orb as simple as that. You know, who knows? Who knows? When we die, we will know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Or maybe not. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe not. Or maybe we just become that energy without no explanation. And yeah, we really get know. rid of our bodies. This all is I, just a step in evolution. All I know is I want to see Grandma. John, John's a big fan of NASA. He loves the NASA stuff. So. <laughs> I do love NASA. Hey, not a big NASA fan. No? You don't like the whole stars and all that weird, like we're just a small little dot in this big crazy whatever the hell this is? You don't is that like, like how all that some stuff? people aren't beach people? Like, I don't really like the ocean. You're like, I don't really no, like outer space. No, I, you know what? I, <laughs> there's no, I haven't had you any coffee. You can go to the beach. No, it goes to the outer I space. I haven't had any coffee, and I went on a totally different line of NASA. Oh. So I'm back now. Oh, okay. Hi. I love the stars. Oh, okay. All right. I love the sky. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> all right. So you... You've been talking to ghosts. You're you're you're, you're not allowed to take dumps oh, no. on these buses. Now I'm crazy. You're not allowed you're, to take dumps on these like, buses. You're like, I can't wait to be union so I can start taking shits on buses again. Get you better and the ghosts are not allowed I can start to taking union shits. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Mrs. John. Um, so, um, Mrs. John's mom, because there's two Mrs. Johns now. So, Mrs. John's mom. Oh, um, is my wife, Mrs. John. She's Mrs. John Huck. In theory, right? That's the official. No one ever. You, no yeah. women use that anymore. Not anymore. But it used to be. Yeah, she's never going to introduce herself as Mrs. John Huck. <laughs> no. No, but that's that was she's when I was growing up. Now. That's what my mom was, and I remember the first sure. time I saw that, I was like, what "Your the mom was Mrs. Was John so Huck." Co- <laughs> yes. I was so confused. We were both from Illinois. Um, so anyway, so you find so you get Les Mis, and you said Les Mis was different. What was the term you used for that one? What do you mean different? Like it was different because it was a pink contract, and I got you got more money, yeah. and it was equity. Yeah, equity. What does that mean? That's job. the union. That's the union, like SAG after for uh, TV and radio. Yeah, okay. Equity you get is more for money. Uh, play okay. actors uh, on Broadway and yeah. 
protection. I mean, you genuinely are talking to an idiot over here, just so you know. That's Hi, why idiot. I spend most of my time in the basement. You should have warned me. All I know how to do is plug things it into a Mac that way. laptop and make podcasts. That's all I'm capable of doing. Hey, that's a talent. Very I was going to say, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> Cast away, pod. Cast but, uh, away. How long was Lame Is? How long did that run for you? I or? only did that for about, I think it was eight or nine months. And then that's they sort still, of that's, you say like that's not revamped. a big deal, but it sounds like well, because when you're on the road, you want to do you a nice chunk of time, I guess. I don't know. I, I would have rather have gone on a little bit longer, but hey, it was what it was. I, I mean, just think in, in in terms of production and acting and and things out here, eight or nine months is like oh my god, I got a gig for eight or nine months. This is well, as an actor, sure, that's great, yeah. but you know, you want some more. Who doesn't want longev- longevity? Of course. You know? Did you still have? Did you keep a place in New York when you left, or did you get rid of it? Because no, I I subletted my. Apartment. You did okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did they steal everything from you, like one of our past guests? Remember? I only had one crazy sublet. Cyrus Farmer. Oh, yeah. They just <laughs> stole all know. his money on pizza. Sp- stole all the money that he had, and he spent it all on pizza. Wow. It so was literally least- takeout. He spent yeah. it all on takeout. That's all not even takeout. funny. Yeah. We, we, were, we were mad. He was laughing. And we're like, why? And he saw that what? guy again. Yeah, and like, still go, buddies with him. I go, where did you bury his what? body? And he's like, oh, no. I mean, we we laugh about it. I go, laugh about <laughs> it? He spent all your money. Maybe they've what been you... intimate. Who knows? I mean, I, no, you know, I mean what? Cyrus then. is like one of those guys, man. Even he's then. just like, it's all good. Like he's, well, he, then there's nothing He keeps that. That, that positive. He's always so positive. He will get that back, whatever he lost in spit. Well, he already has. He's, See? He's, a, he's a working machine. So there you are. Yeah. There you have it. Yeah. It's beautiful. Life is beautiful. Eat pizza. So you, so you can't, you sell Rob, your roommates, eat pizza. pizza. I would agree with that. That's a t-shirt right there. Eat pizza. Bam. So you sublet. Um, I did. And, and, and so we, here's always that weird thing when you sublet. Like, what if you have to come home early? How do you always work out that, like, hey, oh, I was miles gotta, away. I was on the road. You gotta, you gotta get out. Yeah, no, there's there none of that. Um, um, no, you know, it was easy. That, yeah, it was, it like was easy. Cut and dry. Well, I, I only had one bad sublet. She was just crazy. My brother picked her. It was Uh-oh. the last, you know, it was just one of those things. When you say crazy, just like, just wreck the place or? <laughs> well, she just was disrespectful. Okay. She she was not uh, on the up and ups 100%. Uh, but she, I didn't lose money okay. from her. It was just a hassle, I think, from my neighbors, which was the worst part uh, of it. Yeah, yeah because you got to go back you, to deal with it. Yeah, well, yeah. no, not that I have to go back to deal with it, but that they, she annoyed them on a daily basis uh, or she was loud or yeah. she okay. put them out. Okay. Yeah. So, I wasn't there, you know. I feel bad for them that they had to deal with someone that was in my apartment that was, you know, yeah. yeah it was that kind of thing. So with this theater thing, what's what's the difference between all the stuff that you're talking about <laughs> and when these shows are like in Chicago and New York and they're they're like these long stays? Well, those are national tours. Time. That's the difference. That's called the national tour, Correct. and they stay for it's really a Broadway long. national tour, and they can stay for a year or two in one. Uh, sometimes, right? sure, yeah, wicked. Depending uh, on how I was going to say, book how long a Mormon. Could, I'm thinking about um, they're called sit downs, but like they're called tours because they originated from New York, no matter what, and it's, it's still called a tour because well, it came a, from somewhere. Y- well, it's coming from Broadway. Bro- from Broadway. Yeah, yeah, so it's either a sit down, like like I'm sure well, Hamilton is going to be here, and I'm sure it's going to be a sit down for a while. Uh-huh. So like they, like Lion King was at the Pantages yes. forever. Great musical. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just saying, like that. That's yeah. a sit down then. Okay. But it's still technically like a first national tour. Okay. And that that show might go out on the road after it's done sitting down. The sit down even more pay than Same, what you no. were doing. No, I think a sit down you still get. Uh, um, uh, what is it? Uh, per diem. You're just uh, traveling less. Yeah. Well, basically. you don't. You're, it's just, you're sitting right, down. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you're basically traveling. <laughs> you're traveling city, one, one, none. Once. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. flying into one place. Or they. Or they cast them out of New York. Generally, they well, would. New okay. York and L.A. They will. Okay. And they probably will. Chicago. Chicago. They possibly have Chicago calls. Okay. 
All right, so so now you're a big girl now. You're you're traveling. You got <laughs> thanks. Your... I've lost about forty pounds <laughs> in the last uh, couple. No, I'm just checking. So you did stand up. All right, so so you're doing your thing. You got you're doing Les Mis. You go back to Annie. You get a little bit of the equity mm-hmm. stuff going on, and then what after these two things? Well, I, the and Annie this is, thing. This is I was where are we here. now? You said this was two thousand. Well, so when did you get out here? The, I moved out here in like two thousand and six. Oh, okay. Ish. Two that no. 2004, because Annie, I was here, the equity tour, Annie, I was here, and I went on the road from here, and then came back here. Um, Why'd you move here from New York? Uh, what was the reason for that? Wow. It was after 9-11. Okay. The business just sort of took a dump. and But not in the... In the, in the well, I, in New York. Bus. Not on the tour bus? <laughs> no. Thank not you. I also... Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I almost got a mini drum set today. They were <laughs> so. oh, definitely I want to get those. one on my belt and just have it right there every time I say something. <laughs> You'd be like, all right, lady. Every time you say all something. Right. Every time. You're like, sorry all about right, your grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> your mama. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I want fries with that. Like, what? What is happening? You gotta know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, what was I saying? Oh, so, yeah, LA. Uh, how you ended up saying, oh. "I'm done." Bye, bye, New York. Yeah. Bye, bye, East Coast. My whole entire life. Well, Here I come. it wasn't quite like that. It, uh, it there was dramatic. a dear friend of mine who has moved out. Who had moved out here with her two children. I did the non-union tour with them, um, and she said, "Hey." You know, nothing's going on in the city. Why don't you come out here and check it out? See what it's like. Drive my convertible, Mercedes convertible. and uh, You got a car in New York. No, no, no. She said come out here and yeah. drive her car. Oh, she drive hers. Yeah. She okay. was enticing me yeah. to come out here. Did she here. let you stay with her? I did. I stayed with the family, and it was amazing. Uh, they're a wonderful family, and... Uh, some How long do you friends. stay? It's always that weird thing, right? How long do That's you stay? That's so funny. There's always that weird invite, right? <laughs> and then when does it become the, yeah. Well, I was know. like Aunt Vicky. You know, I, it was, it was a, a really nice situation where I felt very comfortable. Okay. They're dear, dear friends. Okay. Um, there so was a lot of leeway, a lot of wiggle it was, there. Yeah, it was nice. Okay. So I think I was there so for- after four days. <laughs> 24 hours. <laughs> um <laughs> I was there for at least a month, maybe two. Oh, that's it? Oh, I thought you were going to say like a year or something like that. Oh, I'm not that house guest. Okay. No, No, but that's, I mean, two months with a place to stay and really be able to check out the city. And And to be with people who I really enjoyed and loved. And have a car that you're able to get around. Uh, It was in Northridge. Okay. And my besties, uh, my best friend, uh, Grover Cleaver, Cleveland Grover Gessford and his partner, uh, Mark, uh, live out here. And uh, so... Uh, it was nice to be able to come out here, and my best friends were here, so uh, I really enjoyed it, and uh, just decided, what the hell, why not? Nothing's really exciting going on in New York. I was in a relationship that was sort of back and forth, and uh, couldn't have been that great if you were like, maybe I'll move out here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fourth. Yeah. I'm fourth out of here. Yeah. <laughs> So I just decided that I was going to try to sublet my apartment and come out here, and I lived with my besties for uh, another month, and then found a great apartment in West Hollywood. Nice. And uh, my friend Michelle Ballant was out here, and we, we she invited me to go see uh, the opening of Boynton Beach Memoirs, that show with all of the older actresses in Miami, and it was, it was a show about, of course, Boynton Beach. So we went to the opening. And I had a blast, and I met my first agent. And uh, we were just laughing and chatting, and 
he was like, oh, what are you doing out here? And I gave him a little taste of me. And he was like, oh, why don't you come by my office on Monday? And dot, dot, dot. And uh, what, 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 what are you, a movie? What are you talking about? Like you, you move out here, you go to a party, and someone's like, hey, come by my office. And well, it was, now you're in the business, well, kid. Well, no, it was really kind of actually surreal because I was so wanting to get representation. And I'm sorry, but I am definitely a little bit lazy. Or I don't know. Well, I'm not... But how do you go about it? Like, how do you start hounding people to rep you? Exactly. It's, it's a pain a, in the it's, ass. It's a weird... Oh, my God. It's such a Look weird business. That's exactly right. It's like... I'm not that person. You got... You know, before they had... Before, like, all this bragging went on on Twitter and, and Facebook uh. and all that, before it was, like, a real thing, they... People... I remember I listened to this uh, podcast of this lady who has been acting for a long time. Back before there was the internet, she would have to go to social gatherings functions that producers were having or people were having and then brag about herself uh, she said people would just walk around and then talk about what they were oh i just did a sitcom uh, oh i just had a, so get, annoying. a reoccur i mean can you imagine first of all the, i know people that today to this day uh, that's how they walk around and function well, it's how town. they feel good about themselves and then if you're not doing anything they want oh what are you doing um, well, they'll, but most people never ask what you're doing. If, oh, if someone really, uh-huh. want, if someone really wants to just talk about themselves, yeah, the, uh, like I know p- particularly one person who's just like all he does is talk about himself, and then once he's done talking about himself, he will literally walk away. <laughs> so you're like, you're like, oh, that was super weird. Well, I guess that's better than asking what you're doing and then being like, oh, you're not doing anything. But <laughs> well, that's that's just, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> with my drum yeah, bell, I, I got a drum bell. How about I'm happy, you're not. Yeah, that's, do. But that's the other thing. If Such. someone, you know, like I, I, I like what you're where you're going with, like the idea that, like if someone, if someone has to brag about themselves all the time, chances are they're not feeling too good about it's the dud how they where the they're firework. living, how they're how they're doing, what what's happening with them, where they, how they got where they are. Yeah. they're probably really so now instead of like because it used to really annoy me, and now I just like. I let them. I let people talk, and mm. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. Right. If this is the one thing that's going to keep you from offing yourself or stepping in front of a bus or whatever, like, <laughs> then by all means, let me hear right. it. And Unload. Because I, I genuinely am, I'm okay with what I, what I'm doing, and and, yeah. and even if I, if you ask me what, what's, what's happening, and I say nothing, I'm still going to be like, yeah, but I still like get up every day and get yeah. out of bed, and I'm able to like draw breath and my legs function, and it's like. I'm all right, you know. So I just it's it it is weird, but there is this like you got to talk about yourself and It's hard. Yeah. It's hard and you have to do it without this pretension of I'm great because you know what? There are so many talented actors, so many wonderful people, and you know what? If it's yours, it's yours. Sometimes it's down to, oh, he's got brown eyebrows instead That's of black. Commercials especially. Oh my god. It's it's all a look. If you go for a commercial and they like your Can't look, take you it get personal. it. You cannot. And and none of them are like, <laughs> none of them are against you. None of them, no, no casting you people blanky. are against you. They're not looking for you to fail. They're not looking for you to right. fuck up. They everybody Some wants everybody to get. <laughs> well, you might be looking Better. for me to fail. But no, I'm not. Oh yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. <laughs> hey, keep coming over to my house and let's do some more free shit so I can make you fail. <laughs> Together, but you know what I mean. It's like the, you, it's it's never a personal thing. It's never like you know that guy. He looks shifty. It was like yeah. If it has your name on it, it has your name on it. If yeah. it doesn't, you know what? Somebody else's luck. Has if it comes, come let up. it come. If it goes, let it go. Exactly. You got to not think about it. Yeah. Ah, the business. Sure, it's like being an athlete. You got like say in baseball, you have to have a very short memory. Yeah. <clears throat> Meaning like you out throw throw the game yep. ending pitch that gives up two homers. You gotta forget that because yeah. the next time you pitch you can't. Donnie be like, Moore didn't. 
Yeah, way to bring up the guy who killed himself after giving up a home run to the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. Well, that was '86. It took a while. It was. It was. It was too soon. And, a, the, uh, and after he 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 left the league and then did yeah, it. He, didn't really he, like, he had other problems. He didn't like do it on the well, mound sure. or anything. I mean, no. <laughs> I didn't mean to make fun of that. That's not even funny. I've no. had several people take their lives. And you know what? Reach out to your friends right. and like, ask for help. And here's the thing: don't. I, I I'm a John will say I'm an over panicker when I say something like that. This yeah. is human conversation. It's we. Yeah. My parents. This is a valuable lesson that I think we all need to relearn. My parents were huge. Fans of the television show Mash, as as millions oh, of yeah. people were. Yeah, dude. But one of the things that was that was that was very clear, and and my dad explained this to me. I would watch it with them when I was young, and I didn't understand why it was a comedy because there was so much drama in it. Yeah, and and in the in the perspective was that um, you know Hawkeye it was Hawkeye, right? Yeah, um, Alan that, Alda. Yeah, yeah. It, the whole thing is. I don't know how else to deal with all this heavy bullshit that life gives you except through humor. Making jokes. So if you think I'm and a alcohol. dick. And alcohol. But yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> a, that's always an important thing. Absolutely. But, but you know what I mean? Like that whole sure. thing that I think we all forget. So when you yeah. immediately go, I'm so sorry. It's like, no, it's just, you. I knew sure. that you don't mean that. It's well, just sure. like, but, that's, but, we, but it's a defense mechanism. We, John, and, just and so, people are listening. And, and I found somebody dead across the street, oh, just hey. so you know. Yeah. And I, the first, I called him and I dumped God. the whole thing off on yeah, him. Yeah, he's like, hey, man, can I tell you something? And I was like, yeah, what's up, dude? And, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then after oh. that, the only way I could deal with it from that point forward was to joke about it. Sure. And you can either find me to be a dick yeah. or you can respect the fact that there's different ways of like... I can either look at you and cry yeah. every day or I can make a couple of off-color yeah. jokes. So, it's, I mean, yeah. and look, some people will never like me for joking about certain things that I joke, but you that's can't you live deal. your whole life apologizing for you're every right. word that comes out of your mouth. But also, right. I don't think that's what she was doing. I think she was also pointing no, out you, that... The look on her face... No, no, no like, I came oh, upon shit. a dead hooker at the Ambassador uh, Theater oh, in no New York. Shit. So, I get it. This was a long time. Seen the have you seen death? Uh, yeah, just like funerals. No, 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 I'm talking about death. You yeah, saw no, death, I, death, and I think she was a hooker just because she, her her fishnets were halfway down, and she yeah. was just like sprawled out, like someone had like tossed her out of the car. Did you know was, right away? It was one of those ones you could tell right well, away. Well, I saw her feet. Uh, like when you walk past, I think it's the ambassador. Uh, I was on forty forty ninth. Uh, and when you when you walk past this theater, you sort of see the 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 door frame, and then there's a, a stairway and some a flat area. And I saw her feet kind of hanging over the steps, and I was like, "Ooh, that's odd." And then I saw the fishnets at her ankles, and I was like, "Oh, oh no, no, yeah, no, she's not moving." And then I was like, "Okay, that's not good." So you call nine one one. Well, I was I saw a cop at the end of the street, and and I kind of. Something you don't really see here. That it's, we're too spread out here. It's yeah. like, in New York, you do. You see they're, they're every yeah, 20 feet, it yeah. feels like. And here you're like, where yeah. is a police officer when yeah. I need one? Finding death is never fun. Oh, but oh. to go back to your earlier point, j- just to put a button on that, we can move on to happier yeah. things. You're right. No, suicide is not the solution to anything. To be very clear correct. about that, as much as we were, you know, ha-ha for a second there, it's yeah. like, yeah, you're, you are correct in so also saying what you're saying, which is like there are... Always reach out. Don't. That's yeah. not. That should never be option number one, two, yeah. three, four hundred. Sure. You know and we mean? can't blame ourselves when they do or don't, and we can't do enough. You know, it's so right. it's such a hard. When somebody makes a decision, uh, they make a decision. Yeah. And, so, and you can say everything that you believe was the right thing to yeah. say, and but again, it's you such know, a mixed bag. All you so can do awful. is just say, "Don't." And then yeah, just love the same, each other. And then, yeah. And at the same time, it's like it's just because somebody's annoying or different and irritating or whatever it is, just like. 
it's just let it go. They're it's human. Like, they, they, some people just need to. That's how they vent. They talk about themselves. They whatever it is. Mm. But like, yeah, you can't get all worked up about it. No, and if it's not your bag, then you know what? They'll find a friend, and it's just not you. And you can just you know say, "Hey, nice to see you. Take care." Yeah, yeah. But that's you know? what, that's what you hope. I do I, that more. I always no. hope. I didn't used to well, do that, man. When you especially we live and learn. Here. Yeah. But don't you think it's this? This is a city, or entertainment is one of those ones where it's you, you, you give people a lot of benefits of the doubt sometimes because, you, and then you yeah. finally grow up and you're like, I, I need to just be around the people that I get and that get me yeah, versus trying to force circles. You don't stop giving the benefit of the doubt, but you have to be continue to be smart about how far you let them get into your world and how much you let them touch you. Right, the force circle. It's like yeah, basically absolutely. creating these circles that you don't ever really feel like you belong in. Yeah. Or don't really want to be in. You put you your toe I mean? in it every once in a while when yeah. you need to. Yeah, but not on a permanent basis. Yeah. And yeah. you have to it's all about networking a lot of yeah. times and who you know and me. Getting and, your face out there. Which is why everybody yes. comes here to Hollywood adjacent to my basement. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> you on your way out, if you probably will probably get some sort of a three picture deal because <laughs> hey. there's just line with Because producers there, everybody has security time. cameras here, so that's three <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Where's my... Where's from your mouth to God's no, where's ears. My, where's my drum belt? Oh. Thank you. You're oh. welcome. I thought we were just doing drum that for comedy. <laughs> drum <laughs> drum All right, so, so back you, to me. So you get out here. Yeah. And now you're out here. And now you're living. Wait, yeah. did you ever go back? I mean, not never go back, but like, were you like, okay, I'll live out here? Uh, I pretty much was living out here. Yeah. yeah, yeah she got and her I kept car, my small apartment. check and everything. She's here, dude. I'm here. Small I kept check. my apartment for a while, and then I gave it up just because... I was dumb. Yeah. Oh. Well, I should have kept it because it was I, rent I stabilized. Found out a lot of people don't give them up. I didn't I know that. Kept like, it. I mean, decades people yeah. will hold on yeah. to their stuff. I had no but idea. The guy that owned my building was old, and I don't know. It was just it was becoming difficult. Okay. So I was just like, you know what? I, I'm not. I'm not doing it anymore. So I. You know, wow. Yeah. But you got, you go there. I'm assuming you know enough people. Oh, I visit my brother all the time. There, He's yeah. in. He lives in Midtown he with does. his husband. Okay. okay. And, uh, yeah. All right. So you're out here now. All right, yes. and this is about 10 years. You've been out here about 10 years now, I've been here for 13, 13 years. years. Okay. Yeah. All right, so what's L- what have you been doing in L.A. now? Now we're in L.A. Well, uh, L.A. L.A. story. Still, Chap- so, yeah. Chapter two. So, LA story. Chapter two. So I got my, my first agent uh, from that party. Did that guy, so that worked out. You met and you were yes. like, yeah, okay. I, I stood in their office. I belted out a tune for his sister. Uh, that, uh, seriously, you did this. I did. I What'd did. you sing? Because I'm only movie. asking this stuff because there's people who are listening and going, "I want to be in theater," and they're listening to all these things. Yeah. And so this is a unique. So you're saying this is not? Is this a unique thing, it's, or this is unique. not unique? It's definitely. I think to it's sing pretty, for one person. Well, I think it's. Well, I, you know, I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm sure they. When you get in front of an agent, they're like, "Okay, show me what show you, me what you, what you what got." You do, Interesting. What you got. Oh yeah. Sure. Versus coming to see you somewhere. Well, yeah, but this was like you know there was nowhere to come see me. Right. So this is the only other alternative. And I don't care. I'll perform for you if you... Yeah. You, you don't. Know. It doesn't bother you. Well, not if it's in a situation like this. This was a job interview. This, okay. Yes, in this your mind... Like, can you this do was, it? This is work. Right. You know? I needed representation. If so you're hired, give it you all will I be got. singing. Can you sing? Can, do exactly. it now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but do it now. But like, yeah. how do you do it now? Turn like, it on, baby. So you know how to sing without any... Sure. You can. You find your. Do you, do you do you? How do you do? You have to find a tune. Cause you don't want to all of it, isn't it? You can't just. Well, when you sing Happy Birthday, you pick a note and you sing Happy Birthday. You pick a key and you go Happy oh. Birthday. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no. you. Yeah, you. Yeah, no. <laughs> so it turns out we'll call. He just we'll call us. your. We'll call you. <laughs> so yeah, so I uh, they represent me. Uh, because the daughter or the girl, the the, the sister the liked sister, you. Well, they both, you know, there was a fondness. They there was saw a connection. something there too. Obviously, they saw something. Sure, and heard something. Fortunately, 
Yeah. So they start, you know, sending me out on things. I got, I think Monk was my first uh, little bit part. I was a, a grape crusher. Wait, you sang, <laughs> uh, but well, then you got a TV Well, this was for representation show. for film and television. Film and, uh, but why the singing Well, they part? wanted to, I guess, see, you know, it's a, they wanted to see my whole basket. All right. You know, I mean. And you, and which you, is, and you came from, you're coming from a background of well, that. Sure. And they were like, okay. And also, see. they do come out here to have auditions for national tours. And, okay. you know, every once in a while, I'll even get a call from New York to send a tape in for, okay. you know, uh, I just recently was, uh, I did an audition for Waitress for a replacement. Okay. Um, so yeah, every once in a while, New York still, okay. still And also ball. for an age, for even for a theatrical agent, to have somebody like you that can then go do an audition if they do come out here for, with something. Oh, sure. That's got to be, I mean, maybe more so then than today, but I think it's kind of a little well, bit rare. Like there's not a lot, there's not as many, like, like take commercial actors or, you know, Sitcom guys, where there's a thousand millions of them out here, whereas like people that can actually go out and do the singing and the dancing and on the and being on. Well, there are some like Musical Theater West uh, does a lot of great work. They have a, a theater down, oh, I guess it's Orange County or somewhere, somewhere there. I still just there. don't think it's as much. I don't think it's as. <laughs> I don't think it's as common oh, as definitely it, not. Yeah, yeah. So. And the pay is different, and these a lot of these people still work in the daytime. Uh, but uh, and equity theater is not. There's not a lot of it out here, and you're not right. going to make money doing it. However, to have it in your back pocket, you know, or what yes. if they they do a lot of stuff on TV now? Look at Glee, oh, or you know, the, all the or, live. Uh, the NBC oh my gosh, Hairspray! All... They're rehearsing right now. It's gonna. Oh my Wizard god, why? It's gonna hairspray. be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm actually jealous. Harvey Firestein is doing it. Like he so knows how to play guitar. Do you know, play any instruments as well? I fake it. You fake it. Yeah. So you. Fake so it. it's not that part of it's not in you, but singing is in you. Yeah. See, I can't sing. I can't dance. And I cannot play. But you're funny. that's worked out really well for me. Uh, so I can't sing, I can't dance, and I can't play an instrument. And those, the instrument and the singing and thing and the dancing things mm-hmm. are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I don't believe you. Yeah, um, curious. The, uh, <laughs> um, but no, I, those are things that I, I I envy in people. I think because I'm I'm at, I'm at awe. See, as 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 a, as a simpleton in this business, I'm at awe of magicians, people that are sleight of hand. Um, beautiful dancing, like just like yeah. I don't even care. Tap dancing to sure. all the way up to ballet dancing. True talent. Beautiful voices. Square, square dancing. To to <laughs> being able to pick up a piano or a guitar and play it. Sure. I'm always well, like, then they're going to be really strong. If they can pick up a piano, I want to see that. <laughs> I really, I need to see that now. They are going to get some black and white movie. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you that right. Or now. they're just playing a guitar <laughs> oh, and they're yeah. calling it a piano. Uh, but yeah, no. So it. that's that's uh, I'm 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 always in awe of. of well, everybody has something. You know, everybody's talented at something. Yeah, but I can't everybody go into a room wrong. and they'll be like, guys, let me just uh, set up this podcast uh, equipment <laughs> real quick. Uh, it's the other thing that I do. So that's my audition. I'm sure if you dig deep, equipment. you can find something else yeah. that you do well. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife is happy. Right? Dropping my but kids so, off at school and picking them up. How about that? But so I, I, must, I must have seen you because I... I'm right here. I got into right Monk. Here, I got into Monk like, oh, yeah. in reruns on when oh, it was I on like, it. USA. like. I don't know yeah. what it was, but it was like a time in my life where all I did, I watched like, I would like watch five to six months a month. Amongst I Amongst was a grape, stomp, uh, grape stomper. We were, it, the one where he had to drink the wine where, that was stomped with feet. Yes, and he was like, I'm not touching I was the wine the, with feet yeah, that were on it. I was in turquoise, was stomping it, those grapes. Was it the, was his sidekick <laughs> the uh, blonde girl or the curly haired girl? 
It was the first one. The first one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. I feel like I've, I remember this. Yeah. But yeah. So you got that gig fun. pretty quick after you? Uh, yeah. After yeah. You I was so in? excited. Oh my god. And I got so how did things back. go from there? So how did it? How, well, how know, did things work out for you since then? It's been crazy because yeah. it's been bits and bits and bits mm-hmm. and slow and steady, but like you know, people are like, oh my god, I see you everywhere, and it's like, well, I haven't worked at all this year. You know, the last thing that I did was uh, a Modern Family episode. That I filmed last November. Okay. Um, that was on in January, uh, and then before that, it was a Crazy Ex Girlfriend episode. Uh, their first season, I That's, think it was one three. I remember that too. That was a lot of fun. I, I watched that show. Yeah. John oh my god, that TV, show. I don't, yeah. So I apologize. Well, that and that show too, especially that's like kind so of clever, bringing back the musical theater. Exactly. Yeah. And Rachel is just so talented I've and funny. I've heard nothing but good things about that girl. Yeah. Every single person in that cast, um, Donalyn Champion. The, uh, you know, these are Broadway people that. Um, have brought their talents. That's, I, that's what I to the world. Yeah, I wasn't sure, but then I was like, I, I feel like these guys. There was already these. This group existed somewhere, and people yeah. were like, let's get all these dudes to be Absolutely. on the show. Like she already knew them. And, Clever, smart, yeah. you know, funny, very talented group of people. Um, the writers, uh, everything is just so spot on, and it's also you know a show that that women and men can relate to. Yeah. It's about relationships. It's not just about, you know, this crazy woman. There's also a crazy guy. Yeah. You know, so it's just, uh, it's really well Yeah, well no, I, I I agree. I, I It's a very entertaining show. I was surprised, yeah. I was actually surprised how much I enjoyed it. Yeah. Just because it's not my, usually my style of I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. And they give it a chance and they're like, oh my God. I was also surprised I like Game of Thrones and now I'm <laughs> completely addicted. <but laughs> that happens. Can I ask you a question? Are you a powder puff Girl, though, I mean, you like powder puff? No, I'm just oh, powder, no, I never liked powder puff kids. <laughs> no, that, that was never my thing. Give it a <laughs> chance, John. Give it, give it a chance. I feel like that time is done, though. We're not no, if you yeah, have, a, know, if you have just... a baby girl, you'll have your chance. Oh, really? Yeah. Bring Barney niece. back. I have a yeah. baby niece. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, what Tell, were you going to say? Teletubbies is one of the weirdest things I've been in my Dude, whole entire life. But I used to watch that. Like I would wake up. I lived in DC for like three months, and I would watch that On in the drugs, morning. Apparently, it is weird. Dude, it is so weird. They talk to a baby son like the son is a baby fan. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I put it on Don't once for tripping. my kids and I turned it off. I'm like, this is. Oh, dude, I loved oh, it. I thought oh, it was no. so weird. They would just run over the hill and then like oh roll God. around and then like, <laughs> and then Jerry Falwell got so mad. He was like, yeah. one of these is gay. It was the purple one. But I it, think. Bro, he was so mad. Yeah. That one of the. I'm like, and I, how do you denote? How do you like, decide which all, Teletubby is the, homo? Aren't, aren't all the Teletubbies gay? Like I thought it was. I don't understand why he's mad about the one guy. Tinky Winky <laughs> or whatever, Winky, like what you gotta be. Out. I was so. Oh my god! I was so like just that was that story it was for sad. me. His anger towards that, I was like, this it was person the start is out of control. Like <laughs> how angry do you have to be at a? <laughs> it's not even a. Well, you know what person. they say. Usually, when you're that angry about it, you are a Teletubby, hey, you or you're are, just gay. You're a Teletubby. You're a Teletubby. <laughs> if you're that mad at Teletubbies, you're probably a Teletubby in your real life. That's right. That's what I think's going on he with has, Mike He Pence. has the suit oh, in his Mike house. Mike Pence is done. probably a Teletubby. Oh, he's right. definitely a Teletubby. Dude, yeah. you don't get that mad at Teletubbies without oh, being man. a Teletubby. So mm-hmm. what I was going to ask you was that you spent so much time in theater and you weren't really talking about how much time you were doing in television. Yeah. Those are two different styles of oh, acting, yeah. obviously. Huge. Because I was just... Uh, Nate uh, Cordry is in a play at the Geffen right now. And oh, J.R. Reed is also in Vonnegut, USA, yeah. which I'm going oh, to Oh, hey, and I'm weekend. not in anything at the moment. But yeah. what I was... We're talking about past guests. I know, just about past guests. I'm so teasing. Talking about more successful past guests. That's what I was referring to. But what I was saying was that he was explaining to me that a lot of television actors struggle... 
they get like, oh, I'm gonna go do theater. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. they get there and they're like, holy about shit! They yeah. had no idea. Hurry up and wait. And I still well, just just the it's actual so understanding of the stage and how to yeah. act and what to and how to work sure. the stage. That a lot of them struggle with that. I yeah. didn't realize that. I don't know what the differences are myself personally. Yeah. But he said that a lot of television actors struggle. So I'm just yeah. curious the reverse for you. Well, I was very fortunate because I think it was before I actually got. I don't remember if it was before I got my agent or after, but I was doing. It had to have been before because I went to Central Casting yeah. and signed up to do extra work because I thought to myself, "You better get on set, girl, and find out, out what's going on but and learn the lingo." That's smart, by the way, and, and that see is, what's happening. And that's the, the because, and that's why you're not still an extra. Exactly, you went there with the idea that it was a learning process. Yes, to ask and to class. question and figure out what yep. was what and get paid. Get paid. Be on set. Be surrounded by the action. Yeah, and then and literally see what's going on. Not I want to do this the rest of my life and bring right. a chair and sit here and read a book. Fifty-eight for eight. No, Forget it. no, 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 no. But like that's those are the kind Oi. of people who I have nothing but respect for. That's when I fifty-eight hear like, dollars. Yeah, I did background work and I learned exactly how to get yeah. the fuck out of doing background work. And I became and friends on. with. Uh, I got on to ER uh, as a background person, and I became like. There's a gentleman. His name is Elliot Durant. He is. He used to run the background coordinator. He was background coordinator for ER, and for many years. One of the most amazing men I've ever met in my life, salt to the earth, amazing person, and also a very talented guy. Uh, we became friends almost instantly. We just, he's, he's funny, naturally funny, and extremely just, he's the kind of guy that just flows, and he, he'll be there for you in a heartbeat. We hit it off. I started doing regular, regular work on the show as, a, as an extra, and he would allow me to stand in the area where all the big guys Scenes and, were oh, doing stuff yeah. and watching the what was going on and then, you know, going back to one and, you know, the second team come in and this, that, and the other. And so I was just able to be in the mix. And what a great show, too. Oh I mean, God. ER was just fucking fantastic. And it was towards the end, so it was a well-oiled machine. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so I was able to stand there, w- watch everything go on and really just absorb it all and from that point on, I was like, okay, you know what? Um, I can do this. And also, you just have to remember, always ask questions. If you don't know something, don't be embarrassed that you don't know something. Just ask someone. And if you are made to feel embarrassed about it, well... That's because that person is an asshole. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, share your knowledge. We are here for each other. It's a, it's a business, and we have to sort of net each other. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm never embarrassed to say, hey, I don't know this. What, what's going on? What were some of your favorite gigs you got since you've been out here? Um, oh, I did a really great gig on Nickelodeon uh, with, um, it was with Ariana Grande and... Uh, oh, my kids watch that uh, show. I know uh, you're talking uh, about. Uh, Sam and Kate Sam or and whatever. Cat. Sam, Sam and Cat. Sam and Cat. I played Bubs Dixon. And this is, Bubs she, uh, Dixon. Bubs Dixon. She was loud. She was like this... You know, hardcore but, uh, trainer. But how great is that for uh, like Nickelodeon and Disney? All when you, if you're an adult and you go in, they're like bigger, bigger, <laughs> yes. more over the top. More oh my god! The, like they, whatever you think is too crazy, they're like, could you just be crazier? Yeah. Like I'm an adult and I don't know what the fuck is going I on. I think I ever. almost fainted after one tank. <laughs> you just turned I was purple, like, like ah. It was crazy. Yeah, my I, first time having a stunt double too, which was exciting. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah, that was fun. That's great. I like. I've only had a, a stunt double a couple of times, but it's always. Uh, 
I'm always like, I could probably do this. Oh, yeah, if no. You she came through to, a window. There oh, was no God. way I was. They're like, there we yeah. go. That's where I draw the line. I don't do windows. <laughs> I don't do windows. That's just really funny. So, Literally. So that was, so that was, that was fun, <laughs> too. <laughs> that was a fun role as well. That was as like, great. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Who directed that by any, if you can remember? Oh, man. John, I would have to look at my deep. resume. I know, I'm just sorry. because I'm curious. I knew a lot of people over at Nickelodeon for a long time. Uh, so. I'm bad with names. Ah, that's all right. I'm what else sorry. do you have fun with? You know, I did a, a small bit part on Mom where I didn't even speak, uh, but I got to work with Allison Janney and nice. um, oh, Anna Ferris and Anna Ferris, and I, of course, you know, they're Allison Janney. She runs the gamut, you know, from yeah. stage to film and television, and is salt of the earth as well. You know, she's one of those people that is just lovely, and 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 she'll embrace you, and yeah, you know, she talks to you. She's a normal human being. Right. Which most of us are. Yeah. Um, there are a few spotted that believe dicks. The hi- that believe in <laughs> the hype. Yeah, spares. Yeah. Yeah. Or just are jerks and are, but those put their people nose were, up. But those people were fucking jerks before they were actors, before they were famous, before Absolutely. they were they were pieces of shit before that. Like the sure. people that you're meeting now, they're like like, Oh, Jane Lynch is so personable. Yeah, Jane Lynch is a nice human being. She exactly. was personable before she was an actress. <laughs> right. The whole struggle of her becoming an actress, she remained yeah. A personable human being. Like, it's when you start to buy the hype and people yeah. tell you you're so wonderful, you're so this, you're so that. You know what? You're so this, you're so that. We're all so this and so that. So you know you can't believe it. You can't buy it. Well, you can, but you can, you can also be like, I maybe I am talented or I am. Ta- you can believe in yourself. Yes. Just don't fucking be a dick about well, it. Well, sure. But I think these people that think that think they're like that, they buy into it so much that now they think that they're so I amazing. I do no and, wrong, and without me, yes. this town will crumble. Oh, my God. That's how Brian away. feels. Well, just this I part. Can without see this podcast. Just this neighborhood. Without the podcast. I can see him judging us right now. Just actually the backyard. I'm, pr- I'm kind of narrowing it down. Without this Brian, this backyard would have a lot of dog crap in it. <laughs> Oh wait! I think there is a somebody's got to be the dog crap sheriff for this town. There is quite a bit of dog crap in the yard now. Oh is, shit! Which is I didn't clean it up. This is a kid's job. I'm starting to give her the sixth grade. Get, get out there, yeah. do some do some chores. Stop what asking. Stop stop asking. Start doing. There you go. It's a t-shirt. Don't ask, just tell. <laughs> don't ask. I don't know. Just tell. <laughs> That would mean they would be telling me what to do, which they've been doing so far. <laughs> I was going to say, point, yeah, that so. seems to be par for the course, just yeah, being told what to do, do by exactly. your family. Um, so what? What's uh, what's happening now for you? I actually have an audition today. Oh, thank God! Nice. Um, yeah, and I, I didn't know. mean that. Like, and what are you up to, all <laughs> snotty? Like, oh, please, we were no. Talking about earlier. Uh, I'm working, you know, paying my bills and yeah. uh, looking forward to more auditions and landing a gig this year. Yeah. You know, because it does happen so sporadically. Yeah. But fortunately, it's still happening, and I'm just trying to. Uh, I think. A good balance is happiness and being able to pay your rent. Oh, yeah. You know, so I have a job that allows me to pay my bills. Mm-hmm. And I'm fortunate enough to to still be going out uh, for decent auditions and commercial I was going to say, do you, do you go out for a lot of commercials? Um, I, I do. I mean, I would like to see more auditions. Yeah. But, like, I've had a couple in the last few weeks that I haven't landed uh but I'm getting but out there. Getting out there is well, all. Well, that's yeah. that's half the battle. Exactly. You know, because exactly. like like we say, if it's yours, it's yours. You know, so uh, yeah, just uh, I, I, look, the universe. Listen, I would love more universe, but uh, I'll take what you give me, and uh, I'll keep trying. And my ceiling is universe proof, so you're gonna have to do that outside. <laughs> Brian's like, hey, I'm a lady. The- that's a glass ceiling. Oh. But, oh, but, but but Brian's yelled to the <laughs> Brian's yelled to the stars many times in this room, and yeah. uh, never once has his, yeah. his question been answered. It hits me back twice as hard into my head. So uh, 
Uh, do you are you uh, on social media at all? Is there some people who should be looking for you on Instagram or Twitter? Uh, or? I'm totally on Instagram um, and and Facebook. I'm I'm on Twitter too. I Which think one I'm, are you more of a champ of? I like Facebook. I'm Twitter's gotten too negative. I'm I'm, I'm done. With I'm Twitter. never. I'm not Twitter's a big tweeter. Too negative. Facebook's getting there. But I'm just saying. It's like Twitter. Yeah. Twitter's been filled, filled with hate for a while. I so. love. I just. I I post nothing anymore except. Um, on Facebook and Twitter, uh, I'll post uh, videos of bands playing songs that I really like, and then I'll You're post. That guy, funny. And then I'll post uh, dinner uh, comedy. <laughs> no, then just comedy <laughs> stuff. Instagram is always just whatever wacky picture I want. Yeah, take, and I like know? Instagram because yeah. it's too hard to get angry on Instagram because it's yeah. photographs. I like Instagram and and Facebook, and I'm not a big tweeter. Yeah, yeah, never have been. But I think I'm Victoria Oscar on Instagram or Vuku V O O C O K O O. Oh shit! I don't know my own. You're like uh, Del Close and Ferris Bueller. V O O D O O. Or are you on Facebook? That's more likely where they're going to try to find you. Well, I'm Victoria Oscar on Facebook, but I, you know, I'm. Is there more than one is out there? Well, I have an artist page and my own page, and I haven't really beefed up my artist page yet. So uh, they should. So go like both pages. I'm going to work out and work on it. Go like both pages. Yeah, like me, love me. <laughs> they like me. They really well, it's great really having like you here. Just so you know, I mean, it's really it's a lot it, of fun. People sharing stories like that. We haven't really had anybody that spent a lot of time talking about being in theater, and we know that they're. We're both Midwesterners, right? So we come from the Middle Earth. Yeah, uh, you're such and, good people. And well, no, but until like, you vote for Trump, I'm but, sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to get political. That's sorry, fair. yeah, um, fair. <laughs> We, uh, you know, we come from that that place where a lot of people like if they want to pursue something, they they have to leave, and it's a scary, yeah. scary thing. And and usually you find that the majority of the people around you are not big in the middle of America of shoving you out the door. Yeah, Th- that's kind of ingrained to them to kind of maintain community sure. versus seeing them leave. So usually when you leave and you pursue and you do crazy things, there's you're scared because a lot of people are like, be careful out there. Remember, you could always come back tomorrow. Like they they yeah. always give you that failure parachute. They hand you, you drop the those out. people. Yeah, but those people that don't they're you, not positive. You'll in your be life. back. <laughs> well, but it, some of them I think mean well. Well, but you I know think, what? But they're also projecting their own fears, their own anxieties. And, and look where they are. You. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that somebody like you comes along and shares their stories. It really, I really do think it matters and it makes a difference because you're sharing it Thank like you. without a lot of fear. You're like, look, man, things came and went and good, bad, the ugly. You can't think about just, the fear of it. Yeah. Can, otherwise, we would stay. Yeah. You stay when you're fearful. You got you got a flight. You got to leave. You got to do it. Follow your dreams. Because, you know, tomorrow you'll turn around and... Your gray hairs are coming in, and oh, I should have, I would have been wonderful if I had now, gone to, no, you Grandma. You know who you are? You're John at the bar, who's a friend of mine, and gets me my drinks for free. Oh, snap. And he's quick with a joke or to light up your smoke, but there's some place that he'd rather oh. be. Yep, oh. totally. Son, I believe this is killing me, yep. as the smile ran away from his face. Exactly. I'm sure that I could be a movie star if I could get out of this place. Yeah, a lot of people die a slow death. I remember that's how I got my brother to move to L.A. I called him up one day and I go, hey, man, I'm not telling you how to live your life, mm. but I don't want you to wake up when you're 45 and go, what the fuck am exactly. I doing? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he hung up and he called somebody else. He called actually a friend who's actually out here now doing audio and he was like, hey, should I do this? He goes, if you have a chance to get the fuck out of here, <laughs> go, fucking go. And my brother called me yes. back in five minutes. He's like, dude, if you fly home, I'll drive out with you. I was like, all right. There's always a way. Yeah. yeah. If you see it, it can be it. I think I, think I just made that up. 
You're loaded with t-shirts. So if you want to oh, yeah. hit her up on Facebook for a bumper sticker. So, me so, so far, you've created a lot of bumper stickers, <laughs> posters, and t-shirts, and as well as a new invention called the drum belt. <laughs> and I believe in ghosts. Victoria, Oscar, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much it. for having me here. And uh, guys, thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Subscribe online. Go to iTunes, SoundCloud, however you listen. Uh, hope you enjoy it. And uh, thanks for coming out. Fart us out, buddy. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe. 